Okay, welcome in. We got episode show number 80 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I'm on vacation and we're coming to you, believe it or not, from what I call the Boracay Islands. I think the locals in the Philippines pronounce it Boracay. But uh, most people, even people I, I, I heard at the fifth floor restaurant, it's also a bar, the fifth floor bar and grill on top of this uh, fantastic hotel we're staying at. Um, I will tell you that some of the people from Canada call it uh, Boracay like I do, but the locals in the Philippines call it Boracay. The food was really, really good last night. The nachos and the cream of mushroom, I believe it was cream of mushroom soup I had. We're going to continue. Um, we are coming to you on episode show number 80. I've got the coffee, a little coffee latte with it. We, we actually bought uh, some of that stuff at the grocery store. We're having it in the room. Um, today, as we talk to you on the podcast, it is, um, this is the funny thing. It's December the 1st in, uh, Jacksonville. It's still like, like, uh, uh, Friday, Friday evening, Friday, late Friday afternoon, December the 1st in Jacksonville in the Philippines. What is it? Saturday morning, Saturday morning in the Philippines. It's Saturday morning, right? Saturday morning, my, my wife tells me it is Saturday morning, uh, December the 2nd. So it's December the 2nd here. Back in Jacksonville, it's December the 1st. And we're going to talk about the Jaguars. they got a Monday night game uh, coming up. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars play Cincinnati. We're going to pull up the latest line on that game. Trevor Lawrence just came off a game where he got well over 300 yards passing. One of his best statistical games, at least yardage-wise, he had one touchdown, one interception, but the interception never should have happened. Evan Ingram is held on the play um, against the Houston Texans. The Texans get an interception, a cheap interception, and, you know, even the announcers, they, they show the replay, and when they say the officials missed one, they seem to miss quite a few of them, right? So I'm going to pull up the latest line on the Jaguars game. We're going to talk college football, too. I've been in conversation with the executive producer, uh, JC, and uh, he's telling me who's going to make the final four in college football. We're going to talk about that here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital. For your real estate needs in North Florida, it's uh, Larry Saucer. Go to our website at uh, bigjreport.com. That is uh, bigjreport.com, and um, you can, you know, scroll the uh, homepage. You'll find the link to Saucerility and Capital within our North Florida uh, weather report. There's The North Florida weather report is on the homepage in a couple of different places, and you'll find a link for Saucerility and Capital on the homepage as we enjoy this um, delicious uh, cafe latte uh, coffee. Um, absolutely very good this morning and delicious. Um, again, Saucer Realty and Capital for your real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, business, or commercial real estate. LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They now have uh, Rock Saturdays, of course. Midnight Rock is during the week. Midnight Rock is uh, 12 midnight Central Time, 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. LakeUfallahits.com, you get the you get the hits you got classic rock on Saturdays, quite a variety, 24-7, LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good, and they have the recognizable and identifiable hits. Uh, basically, um, 
during the banker's hours, Monday through Friday from morning to afternoon. LakeYouFollowHits.com. Great, absolutely great internet radio where it's all good. Uh, you can follow the XFL at XFLToday.net. Merger still in the works there. It, it's got delayed some, but it, it appears the XFL will merge with the USFL. And we're hearing at latest report this week, we're hearing that it looks like there'll be a total of 12 teams in the league. Could be could be four XFL teams, eight USFL teams, or the other way around. So we'll see what happens. Um, they're still working out the details of the merger. You can follow all that at xfltoday.net and take a look at the, the 2023 schedule. The um, Arlington Renegades, coached by Bob Stoops, won the actual XFL title in 2023. They made it through. Heck, they made it through the entire season this time around. The Mad Max Mix .weebly.com. You can check out Max's show Wednesday night. We get interviewed on Max's show from time to time. I'm in. I'm in really a lot of uh, at times constant conversation with Mad Max or Georgia Bulldog football insider. They're looking, you know, forward to the Georgia Alabama SEC championship game in in Atlanta. Uh, at last glance, Georgia a six point favorite. JC says, my executive producer says, yeah, Georgia should win the game. And I said, well, give us a prediction, JC. He's an Alabama guy. He he thinks Alabama can win the game. Alabama 33, Georgia 26, a, a prediction by our executive uh, producer. But we'll talk uh, more college football coming up. Make sure you tune in for the Mad Max Mix. MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. You'll find links to Mad Max's Wednesday night Internet Radio Wednesday night musical quest show from 6 to late central time, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern time. The MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. You'll find links to the show at BigJReport.com in the Neighbors 2 section. And the outside the box section, we have an article about Max's show, some of the music he plays. He plays, uh, man, he plays Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, um, Leonard Skinner, the Atlanta Rhythm Section 38 special, and on and on and on. Joe Jackson, uh, check out Mad Max's show. You'll be glad you did. He plays he plays the late Gary Wright, who passed away several months ago. I think Gary was like Gary was like 80 years old and passed away, but Max brings his songs back to life with our Love is Alive. Um and some other some other great tunes, the madmaxmix.weebly.com. So we're going to continue uh, with the podcast. I think we covered all the sponsors, Mad Max Mix, uh, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good, Saucerility and Capital, and the XFLToday.net. Okay, so we'll take a look. Let's take a look at the uh, latest point spread on the Jaguars game. Um Man, I just pulled up some stuff on the uh, Boracay Islands where we're staying now. What a beautiful place, man. They've got uh, winds, wind surfing out here, a lot of kites in the air. There was a lot of wind out at Boracay Island in the uh, Philippines uh, yesterday when we were outside. It's early in the morning here as I'm uh, doing the podcast. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning here uh, back in Jacksonville. I think it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. About 6.14 in the morning here, Saturday morning, December the 2nd, as we record the podcast, uh, Philippines time and days, December 2nd. Back stateside in North Florida, it is uh, absolutely December the 1st with high school football uh, playoffs continuing coming up uh, tonight in 
in uh, North Florida, South Georgia, pocket of South, Southeast Alabama. Yuval is still playing. The Alabama Tigers. They beat in a close game last week. They beat uh, Demopolis. And both those teams are actually nicknamed the Tigers, by the way. So we'll pull up. Let's go ahead and pull up the, um, the latest line on the Jacksonville Jaguars Monday night game. So Jacksonville does not play. Our Jaguars do not play until Monday night. It's going to be on national TV. And everybody says, well, this is a chance uh, for Jacksonville to show nationally to the, you know, the viewing public what kind of team they have. Jaguars, at last glance, were actually a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to give you the exact uh, latest uh, line, basically, from Vegas or near Vegas. I guess everything is offshore. Vegas or just about everywhere now as far as um, people getting a little action on the games. I'm not a big better on football. I will play a football pool uh, most every week, but it's um, a small amount of money, mainly you know just for, just for fun. We'll take a look at the uh, Monday night um, – Game I have found at Cincinnati and uh, Jacksonville. Let's pull it up now. And uh, here we go. Jacksonville and Cincinnati. It's going to be at Everbank Stadium in Jacksonville. Um, Cincinnati's with without their starting quarterback, so they'll go with the backup. JC was telling me who the backup was, and, you know, he's okay, but I don't think Cincinnati's going to put up a lot of points. Jaguars defense is playing better. They are at home. They don't need to mess around with Cincinnati, though. Um, the the line is now up to nine points. I'm pulling it up now. The Jag, There's money going on the Jags. The Jags are a nine-point favorite. This is the Monday night game, December the 4th of 2023 at 8.15 p.m. at Everbank Stadium. The stadium used to be called Jacksonville Municipal Stadium back in the 90s and became Walltail Stadium. Uh, then went to Everbank Field, TIA Bank, TIAA Bank Field, and now it's known as it's now known as Everbank Stadium. A lot of names, same uh, same friendly confines uh, here in Jacksonville. This is a chance for Jaguars fans to go to the game, do ball, go to the game Monday night, and root on the Jaguars. In the football pool, I'm picking the Jaguars to cover the spread. And when I got the football pool like two or three days ago, the Jaguars, when the when the pool was printed out and then sent to me, it was actually texted to me. Can you believe um, the Jaguars were seven and a half point favorite? Now they're up to a nine point favorite as of December the first. Uh, in Jacksonville, the Cincinnati Bengals five and six, the Jaguars eight and three. The Bengals have gone um, their quarter as far as their quarterback play takes them. Joe Burrow got hot for two or three weeks. Now he's hurt. Um, Jaguars are now favored by nine points. I, I got him at seven and a half in the pool. I like seven and a half. You know, it's, you'd rather have seven, but seven and a half is not bad. But now, if you want to, if you want to play this game, the Jaguars Bengals game on Monday night, it looks like the the best spread, the best line is like nine points. My executive producer, JC, says the Jaguars should completely blow out the Bengals. Uh, also, another source um, that we look at, let's see. Okay, here we go. The, um, the source, the prediction from another source we have, Jacksonville will win, cover the spread, and the total will go over. 
I got the um, I'm I'm picking the Jaguars to win. Uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. That would cover the nine, right? Even though I'm getting it at seven and a half. Jacksonville Jaguars twenty-seven, Cincinnati seventeen. I'm uh, what I'm saying is forty-four points will be uh, uh, be scored in this game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hopefully will have another good game. Man, he had a good game against the Texans, no doubt about that. Um, so when we take a look at um, we take a look at the uh, the over under, I finally got where I can see where the over under is uh, from this particular source. It's thirty-eight and a half points, thirty-eight point five points. I'm saying they're going to score forty-four points in this one. My source is saying it's going to go over. Jaguars should cover. Jaguars should win this game, and I'm going to predict it. Jacksonville 27, Cincinnati 17 at Everbank Stadium. The game is Monday night, December the 4th of 2023 at 8.15 p.m. at Everbank Stadium. We'll talk college football. Uh, We will absolutely talk more about the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars as well. Thanks to our sponsors again, Saucerility and Capital, uh, Lake Uvala Hits, Lake Uvala Hits, uh, that's – LakeUvalaHits.com, right? LakeUvalaHits.com. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up on my laptop to make sure I'm spelling all this right. LakeUvalaHits. Um, it is absolutely with two E's in there. LakeUvalaHits.com. Great internet radio where it's absolutely all good. LakeUvalaHits.com. There's two E's in there. Should be L A K E E U F A U L A Hits H I T S Hits dot com Lake Uvala Hits dot com and let's um, see so you pull it up it says Lake Uvala Hits dot com it's all good and they have a button you can click on to find the audio to the show Lake Uvala Hits basically runs twenty four seven. It'll say Lake Uvala Hits. Click the uh, the the audio a button, and all of a sudden you're on. I'm going to click it on right now and see what happens. Uh, outside sounds, I'm kind of muted because I have my mic plugged in at the present time. Yeah, you just click the uh, button, and you're right there, LakeUfallHits.com. LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio where it's absolutely all good. So we want to thank the Mad Max Mix.Weebly.com, LakeUfallHits.com. That's uh, LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Saucerility and capital for your real estate needs in North Florida. And, of course, the XFLToday.net. We'll talk college football, more about the NFL coming up. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Okay, you're, you're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We did have a Thursday night game. Let's see, the Thursday night game was Thursday night, November the 30th. Um, there's a couple of things I liked about the Thursday night game. It was a close game for the fans. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I did get the score. I picked, uh, I picked Seattle to uh, at least get under the nine points as the underdog. 
Um, NFL Thursday night football, Dallas Cowboys 41, Seattle Seahawks 35 the final. Good news is Dallas didn't cover the spread because I took Seattle. Dallas, uh, I was getting nine points. Dallas was actually a nine-point favorite in uh, this particular game. So when we talk about Trevor Lawrence, we're talking about a guy that's a top-10 quarterback in the NFL. Finally, he gets some yarded stats. We know Trevor's been throwing the ball very well all season. Um, you know, there was that that play against the Texans where he could have probably, after he faked out the whole left side, or after he faked out the uh, on the left side of the Jaguars line, which is the right side of the Texans line, when he faked out their whole right end of their defense, he could have ran for probably 10 or 15 yards and got a first down, then the game's over with. Trevor did make that one mistake trying to throw the ball, force the ball in, pass went incomplete. Jaguars had to eventually uh, punt the football back to the Texans, but the defense, um, you know, got the stop, obviously, and the Jaguars uh, win the game over the Texans uh, 24-21 last week. Now, this is this week. Jaguars play Monday night. By the way, if I take a look at the passing yardage, and that's what I wanted to find right now, you know, we were talking about Trevor Lawrence, top 10 quarterback, evolving into a top five quarterback by December. And I look at my calendar. It is December the 1st. It's uh, absolutely December the 1st in Jacksonville, December the 2nd at the Philippines. Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence had a good game at Houston in the Jags 24-21 win over the Texans. Here are the stat numbers that back it up. Let's take a look at the quarterbacks. Passing yard leaders from week 12. Trevor Lawrence, 364 yards passing. Trevor had one TD, one interception. The interception never should have stood up. There should have been a holding. There should have been defensive holding on the Texans because they were holding Evan Ingram on the play, and that's the guy Trevor was trying to get the ball to. Terrible, terrible, uh, terrible no call. Sometimes there's some terrible calls. This was a terrible non-call. Trevor Lawrence led the NFL in passing, at least with yardage. Trevor Lawrence, 364 yards passing. Josh Allen in week 12 had, uh, let's see, Josh Allen. And, you know, our executive producer, J.C., is a big Buffalo Bills fan. Josh Allen, the quarterback. We know about Josh Allen, the defensive end slash outside linebacker with the Jaguars. The slash defensive end linebacker is the easier way for me to talk about it. Josh Allen's been getting sacks all year long, having a great year. He's gonna he's gonna break the bank next year. He's gonna either re-sign with the Jaguars or he'll you know move on as a free agent. But Josh Allen, the quarterback with Buffalo, had 339 yards passing. Jared Goff with the Detroit Lions, 332 yards. Zach Dak Dak I should say Dak Prescott's having a good year, 331. I have been really impressed with Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott has come back from injuries a couple of times. He's still tough. He's improved his game. And Dallas is obviously going to be in the playoffs. They're a playoff contender. Can Dak Prescott take them all the way? Probably not. It looks like more or less the Eagles or the 49ers probably coming out of the NFC in the playoffs. We're still, you know, several weeks away from the playoffs. So, So Dak Prescott at 331 yards passing. C.J. Stroud, who I think the Jaguars banged him up a little bit around the third or fourth quarter in the Jaguars' 24-21 victory over the uh, Texans. So I don't know. I don't know if C.J. Stroud would be 100% going into his next game, but he got 304 yards passing against the Jaguars. 
Derek Carr with the uh, Saints got 304 yards passing. How about Sam Howell? This guy is a backup. He's he's playing now with the Washington Commanders, the Washington Redskins football team, if you will. Sam Howell had an even 300 yards. This has been a guy that's been a little bit of a surprise guy. He's been a good fantasy football quarterback pickup in the last two or three weeks. For teams needing a quarterback, maybe your fantasy football quarterback got injured or you got a guy on a bye week. Sam Howell has been a tremendous pickup. I picked him up in one of my leagues uh, a couple of weeks back. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, a poultry 298 yards. That's still pretty good. Kenny Pickett with the Steelers, 278 yards. These are the uh, top 10 uh, yardage performances. Uh, Jordan Love with Green Bay, he's he's improving. Jordan Love with Green Bay, 268 yards passing. So, again, Trevor Lawrence, the stats, the yardage stats back this up. And I know this is the stat that our executive producer, J.C., has been wanting to see. Trevor Lawrence with a, with a big game, well over 300 yards passing. And in this one, J.C., against the Houston Texans, uh, at Houston, by the way, the game was in Houston. Uh, Houston doinked a field goal attempt, about a 57-58 yard field goal attempt on the last play of the game. Jaguars won the game 24-21. Trevor Lawrence, again, 364 yards passing in this game. We're going to take a look at uh, the NFL college football, North Florida Entertainment coming up here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. If we go ahead and get to the, the college games uh, there's some games on Friday. I'll go ahead and pick them. Some of these games, by the time you hear the podcast, they might have already been played, but we're going to get this podcast to you as quick as we can. New Mexico State at Liberty. Liberty's a 10-point favorite when the pool was printed out two or three days back. I got Liberty covering over New Mexico State in a Friday night game. Also on Friday night, I got Oregon covering the 9.5 points. Now, the pool said 9.5, but I think the – I think the um, I think the point spread's gone up to like 10, 10 or 11 points with Oregon at, and, and Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. J.C. tells me that the winner of this game will be in the Final Four playoff, especially Oregon. Oregon's been you know beating everybody pretty bad, putting up a lot of points. I'm picking Oregon to cover the nine and a half points over Washington. And Washington is an undefeated team. They're 12 and 0. Oregon is 11 and 1. Oregon wins this game. They're going to be in the final four. Uh, JC, my executive producer, tells me that uh, if uh, Alabama were to somehow upset Georgia, Georgia's a six point favorite on Saturday, December the 2nd, with a four o'clock kickoff up in Atlanta uh, this Saturday, December the 2nd. Georgia's about a six point favorite. If Alabama can somehow win that game, Alabama and Georgia, J.C. tells me, will both be in the playoff. Michigan will be in there, and then probably Oregon if they can beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. So that's how some of the stuff breaks down. It doesn't break down too good for Florida State, though. J.C. says they're going to be – they could be 13-0 and they could be thirteen and and not make the playoff. Uh, Louisville plays uh, Florida State in the ACC title game. Florida State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Michigan can probably win by as many points as they want. They're a 23-and-a-half-point favorite over Iowa. I like all those points in the pool. They're giving me 23-and-a-half points. I'm going to take Iowa. But Michigan's going to win the game by, you know, 7, 10, 13 points or more. But I like the 23-and-a-half points. I'm going to take Iowa. I'm going to take Florida State to cover the two-and-a-half over Louisville. 
So I think I gave you all my college picks, at least the college uh, games that are in the pool. I'm taking Liberty over New Mexico State. Liberty to cover the 10 points on Friday. Oregon to cover the 9.5 points against Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Oklahoma State at Texas. Let's see, Oklahoma State versus Texas in the Big 12 title game. Texas is a 14.5-point favorite. i got to take Oklahoma State. I'm, I think Oklahoma State is very competitive, and I think they will, If even if they lose, it's going to be less than 14.5 points. Alabama and Georgia. I'm taking Georgia, J.C., to cover the six points over Alabama. However, J.C. gave me a prediction. I said, man, if I, if, you know, if I, I put a hammer to your head, what would you – where would you, I know his heart comes into play because he's an Alabama fan. He's picking Alabama 33, Georgia 26 is our executive producer, J.C.'s prediction for Alabama 33, Georgia 26. Uh, so I took Georgia to cover the six points over Alabama in the SEC title game on Saturday, December the 2nd at 4 o'clock p.m., I got SMU in the AAC title game. Um, Tulane's a, the Tulane Green Wave is a four-point favorite, but I'm going to take SMU. Again, I'm taking the Iowa with all those points. Michigan will win, but Iowa gets under the 23-and-a-half points. So I'm taking Iowa. I'm taking Florida State to cover the two-and-a-half points over Louisville. Louisville's got a pretty good team. They beat Notre Dame, what, about a month, a month ago or a month ago or more. So Louisville's in the title game, the Louisville Cardinals versus the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking Florida State to win. They'll be in a New Year's Day bowl, but but they're they're gonna have they're not gonna be in the 14 playoff, according to our executive producer JC. He feels like even if um, even if Alabama, even if uh, Georgia wins the title game, JC feels like a team like Texas may slip ahead. Of Florida State. So there you go. That's some of what's going on uh, with college football. We'll run down, you know, the entire NFL slate. We'll take a look at North Florida Entertainment uh, coming up as well. You're listening uh, to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. There's a lot of high school uh, football playoff games going on throughout Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and surrounding states, obviously. Um, the uh, high school football playoffs will be covered on our website at bigjreport.com and also in the bigjreport.com Facebook group. And again, those games are being played tonight as we record this podcast on Friday morning, Jacksonville and North Florida time on uh, December the 1st. More of the Teal Shirt Report podcast uh, coming up next. Stand by and stay tuned. I tell you, that's going to be a that's going to be a tough deal. If the Florida State football team, the Florida State fans are on the outside looking and not making the playoff, and if they beat Louisville, I'm picking Florida State to cover the two and a half points against Louisville. Florida State, can you believe it? Florida State could end up thirteen and zero, Atlantic Coast Conference champions, and not make the fourteen playoff next next year. As my executive producer tells me, they're going to a twelve team playoff. Obviously, Florida State would have got in if this year was next year, right? Wow. So we'll take a look at um, NFL stuff uh, right now. Let's take a look at um, 
Let's absolutely take a look at the NFL standings. I had, um, you know, we had taken a look at the uh, the Dallas game from Thursday night. Dallas did not cover, but they won. I picked Seattle, so I was in good shape there. Dallas 41, uh, Seattle 35. We'll take a look at the standings uh, in the NFL. By the way, if you want, if you want high school football uh, scores from tonight's games or any time over the weekend. Uh, because we'll have we'll be updating the high school uh, football playoff scores for uh, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, surrounding areas uh, at BigJReport.com on our website at BigJReport.com. Uh, let's take a look at some uh, standings in the NFL. This is always an interesting uh, thing to look at. The standings, of course, obviously updated with. Um, Dallas, a team that's going to be in the playoffs, they're probably going to be a wild card because Philadelphia is uh, most likely going to win that division. AFC Eastern Division, you got Miami. Miami Dolphins are leading at eight and three. Buffaloes in second place, six and six. Jets are virtually out of it at four and seven. The New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Maybe Bill's on the hot seat. New England is uh, two and nine. AFC North Division, most of all these teams are having good years, except now Cincinnati. Cincinnati has just not thrown in the towel, but they have just gone from hot to cold. Joe Burrow was hot, then he got hurt, and now Cincinnati has fallen to five and six, and they go play our Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville on Monday night football. The Ravens are nine and three. They're, they're probably playing the best football right now in the AFC North. Pittsburgh seven and four, Cleveland seven and four, and Cincinnati is five and six. AFC South, uh, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars in first place, eight and three. Indianapolis Colts are six and five. Houston Texans are six and five. Tennessee Titans pulling up the rear. They're not going anywhere this year as far as playoffs go. Uh, Tennessee Titans are four and seven. AFC West, Kansas City, um, eight and three, identical records uh, with the Jaguars, although Kansas City did defeat the Jaguars back, what was it, uh, week two of the season. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are eight and three. One of the biggest stories developing in the NFL right now, maybe the Denver Broncos. And I'm picking, I'm going to pick, um, I'm actually going to pick Denver. Um, maybe they don't win the game, but they get within the three and a half points. Houston Texans are favored to beat Denver at home by three and a half points. I'm starting to like the Sean Payton effect. All of a sudden, Denver was probably early in the year one of the worst teams in the league. Now, all of a sudden, they're six and five. It's a Sean Payton effect. Kansas City Chiefs eight and three. Denver six and five. The Las Vegas Raiders five and seven. L.A. Chargers, man, they kind of tease you like they're going to do something, but man, they've lost seven games. The L.A. Chargers are four and seven, and that's kind of a complete look at the AFC. Philadelphia is most likely going to win the NFC East 10 and 1. Dallas now 9 and 3. Giants and Commanders out of it at 4 and 8. Uh, Detroit Lions should win the NFC North, but Detroit's a team when you count on them to win a game, all of, all of a sudden, Detroit will, um, you know, come out and just lay an egg like they did on Thanksgiving, a big turkey egg. Uh, Detroit eight and three, Minnesota six and six. So you see, Detroit should win this division. They got the most talent, uh, at least for this season. Detroit Lions eight and three, Minnesota six and six, Green Bay's five and six. Green Bay playing a little bit better now with Jordan Love. Chicago Bears pretty much out of it at four and eight. 
the division that's got to be the worst in football. It is not the AFC South any longer. It's the NFC South. No one, absolutely no one has a winning record. And I think the Jets will probably beat the Falcons this week. The Atlanta Falcons lead the division. They're tied with New Orleans. The Atlanta Falcons 5-6, and six, New Orleans Saints 5-6. and six. Tampa Bay is still in it, one game back at 4-7. Carolina Panthers, one of the worst teams in football. Carolina, one up and 10 down, one and 10 on the season. NFC West, you probably have a team that, I mean, you're talking about a team that won their first five games, lost their next three games in a row, and now they've won three in a row. They have been a team of streaks. They won five in a row, lost three in a row. Now all all of a sudden they won three in a row. They're eight and three. And I think the 49ers and the Eagles have got to be considered the top two teams in the NFC. So you got San Francisco, 49ers, eight and three. Uh, Pete Carroll's got his Seattle Seahawks. They should be rebuilding, but, you know, he's got them 6-6. Six and six. L.A. Rams are 5-6. and six. Arizona Cardinals are right there with the Carolina Panthers. It's one of the worst teams in the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals now 2-10. and 10. And that is a complete look at the NFL standings um, as they stand on December the 1st. NFL games this week, we gave you um, well, we gave you the Seattle Seattle um, beating the spread, even though they lost the game. Dallas 41, Seattle 35 on Thursday night. The game's coming up this weekend, the L.A. Chargers at the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots, but they're actually a six-point underdog. So I'm going to take the Patriots in the points here. Atlanta Falcons at the Jets. Falcons a three-point favorite. I'm taking the Jets not only to beat the spread but win the game. Indy at Tennessee. I'm taking Indy in a close one. Uh, Detroit at New Orleans. New Orleans could be the team that all of a sudden plays well at the end of the year, and maybe they claim the the NFC South division. Nobody wants it. Everybody has a losing record in that division. Detroit at New Orleans. I'm going to take New Orleans kind of in an upset at home over Detroit. Detroit seems like they don't want to put that NFC North division away yet. I'll take New Orleans at home. Um, Pittsburgh. Let's see, Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Pittsburgh um, to cover the spread against probably the worst team in football in Arizona. Uh, I'll take Pittsburgh to win by more than five and a half points over Arizona. Denver at Houston. I'm going to take Denver to uh, beat the spread. Houston's a three and a half point favorite with C.J. Stroud. Keep an eye on C.J. Stroud. He, he appeared to have gotten banged up in the Jaguars-Texans game somewhere late in the third quarter, fourth quarter of that game. I'm going to take Denver to beat the spread. Houston's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll take Denver in that one. Um, the Washington Commanders, what an interesting franchise. And the Redskins, the Washington football team, the Washington Commanders. I'm going to take Washington to get within the nine-and-a-half. Miami Dolphins are nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Miami may be overlooking the Commanders. I'm going to take Washington, maybe not to win the game, but at least to make it a closer game. Miami is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And when the pool was printed out two or three days ago, Miami was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. I'll take Washington. Tampa Bay, man, they have really underperformed all year long. They're still kind of somewhat in the race at the end. I think they're a game back, so they're kind of somewhat in the race in the NFC uh, South Division. At Tampa Bay, it's time for Tampa Bay to, to, to back it up finally. 
They've underperformed all year. Tampa Bay is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Carolina. I, I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win this game by at least a touchdown to cover that five-and-a-half-point spread. Philadelphia and San Francisco, this is like a playoff. This is like an actual playoff game. The game is in Philly. San Francisco, believe it or not, is a three-point favorite. I like that spread. I'm going to take Philadelphia at home to beat that spread. San Francisco is a three-point favorite. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Cleveland at the L.A. Rams. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams are playing better football of late. I'll take the L.A. Rams to cover. They're actually favored by three and a half points at home. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams to cover. Cleveland seems to be a team that's been up and down all year. They won a couple of really close games um, a few weeks back. So I don't think – I think Cleveland is having some problems. I'll take the L.A. Rams to cover the three-and-a-half-point spread over Cleveland. L.A. is at home. The L.A. Rams are at home. Three-and-a-half-point favorite over Cleveland. I'll take the L.A. Rams. Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. Kansas City's a six-and-a-half-point favorite, but Kansas City's not really playing their best football right now. They're still trying to put it together on offense. Green Bay's Jordan Love is playing better. I'm not going to say Green Bay is going to win the game, but I like the points. Maybe Kansas City wins the game by, you know, three or four points at the end. But Kansas City is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll take Green Bay in that one. And, again, the Jacksonville Jaguars, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite when the pool was made. I think it's now up to nine points, as we told you a little bit earlier in the podcast. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover the seven-and-a-half points. They may just cover the nine points, too. I'm going to take Jacksonville in my – in my prediction, the Jacksonville Jaguars 27, the Cincinnati Bengals 17 at home. My executive producer, JC, says the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars should win that game by more points. I just got off the phone uh, with JC on a, on a uh, tremendous Wi-Fi uh, phone call from halfway around the world. And uh, he does like Alabama. He likes Alabama. Can you believe it? Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, JC's picking Alabama 33 Georgia 26, he still thinks, you know, in his head, he still thinks Georgia wins the game, but in his heart, he's picking Alabama 33-26 to 26 over Georgia. So that kind of gives you college football for this week, um, or most of the games, and, and all the NFL games, actually, as well. Uh, I really, for some reason, I like the New York Jets to beat the Atlanta Falcons this week. Atlanta's not very good, but they're still in a playoff race in the, uh, the NFC South. If you're looking for high school football playoff scores, uh, go to BigJReport.com. That's BigJReport.com. We'll be updating more of the high school uh, football playoff results for North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, and a pocket of South Southeast Alabama. The Ufala Alabama Tigers still playing in the playoffs. At last report, they beat Demopolis last week. Demopolis, Alabama. Um, Demopolis is known as the Tigers. Ufala is known as the Tigers, and you follow won that game by absolutely three points. Uh, we will take a look at North Florida Entertainment coming up next as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Stand by and stay tuned. Okay, we're going to roll into uh, North Florida Entertainment. Jacksonville Jaguars getting ready to play Monday night at home. Chance for the Duval fans to get out there. And let's show them a big crowd on Monday night football. 
Jacksonville Jaguars playing on Monday Night Football. What Monday Night Football is ESPN, right? So we need a big crowd at uh, Everbank Stadium. Jaguars, man, let's hope they put it on the Bengals and play well in this game on national TV on Monday night. Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Also, one of the um, the hottest teams in sports all of a sudden is the Jacksonville Iceman. They won again the Jacksonville Iceman in the East Coast Hockey League, the Jacksonville Iceman 7, the Orlando Solar Bears 2 on November the 29th at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena. The Icemen are hot. They've gone from 7th place to 6th place, now to 3rd place in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. The Jacksonville Iceman, 8 wins. Six losses and two overtime losses, but they're coming, man. Eight wins now, and the Icemen are one of the hotter teams in the East Coast Hockey League. Let's uh, take a look at some uh, North Florida entertainment for you now. Uh, We're going to take a look. Of course, Jacksonville Icemen Hockey are part of North Florida Entertainment. North Florida's hockey team, the Jacksonville Icemen. When we continue with more North Florida entertainment, we're going to take a look at some concerts. You can also... By the way, check our Neighbors 2 section at BigJReport.com. If you want some of the latest high school football scores for Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and vicinity, uh, go to BigJReport.com. Go to our website or homepage. You'll find some high school, some state high school football playoff results on the website at BigJReport.com. Let's take a look at this uh, early morning hour in uh, Boracay, Boracay. We're in the Philippines on vacation doing the podcast from our location. Man, what a great location. Uh, we were on the fifth floor uh, having uh, dinner last night and a uh, really nice breeze on the fifth floor of the open restaurant and bar that we were at. We're going to continue with... Um, Let's take a look at North Florida Entertainment and shows coming to Jacksonville, North Florida, even Orange Park, which is part of Northeast Florida. As you know, we'll check concerts for North Florida and surrounding areas. I I, I don't give all of them out to you, but there's a lot of shows coming right now. Um, I I more or less talk about and report to you the, the concerts that I would either like to go to, concerts I would recommend you go to concerts I'm interested in. So we don't report them all, but there's getting to be more and more right now. So we will be adding more and more concerts to the uh, bigjreport.com and the Neighbors 2 section. But let's give you uh, some of the concerts here on the uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jaguars got the big Monday night game. The Jaguars are 8-3 and three with a chance to win a ninth game and do it impressively on national TV, and I hope they can. We'll see how it goes. The Jaguars are favored in the in the game, obviously. The Jacksonville Jaguars are favored in the game um, over the Cincinnati Bengals. When the when the football pool came out, the Jaguars were a uh, seven and a half point favorite. They're now up to a nine point uh, favorite as of now. Um, taking a look at uh, North Florida Entertainment, let's give you some concerts. I think somebody's at my door right now, so I don't want to talk too loudly. We don't want to wake people up here, but we are doing a podcast, nationwide, actually worldwide podcast. So let's check some, let's check some, let's, I don't think we're waking anybody up because I've been hearing a lot of clanging and banging of dishes. I think the 
the restaurant is the down the uh, first floor restaurant is just uh, down the hall from us so we are hearing some noises already early in the morning so we'll take a look at uh, some concerts uh, coming up and uh, let me make sure we're still we are still absolutely recording right now the teal shirt report podcast episode show number 80 of the teal shirt report podcast and um Let's see. We will now take a look at uh, some North Florida entertainment. I think I lost my spot real quick. So let's go ahead and uh, uh, pull up the um, concerts again. But we can tell you what's coming to uh, Jacksonville, North Florida, Duval, surrounding areas, you know, as far as the as far as the concerts go. Let's take a look at uh, concerts for our area concerts as i mentioned these are concerts that i might recommend concerts that i'd be interested in going to let's take a look at some of the some of the shows uh coming up let's take a look um let's see these are shows obviously that are coming up now in uh, december uh, there's been some great shows in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, Jason Aldean was at the Veterans Memorial Arena back in August. Uh, Snoop Dogg was actually at the arena a few weeks back. And uh, let's take a look at some shows coming up here. Okay, here we go. Um, AJ Croce was in Jacksonville on Saturday evening, November the 25th at the Florida Theater. I know the son of the late Jim Croce. Hope you had a chance to go see AJ Croce. But now here are some shows that are absolutely still on the way, still coming up. Uh, this could be a really good one. Uh, Ann Wilson of Heart performing at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida on December the 11th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. I listened to some of her um, promotional ad with her singing. Man, she still sounds great. So check out Ann Wilson of Heart performing at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida, on December the 11th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. Also, Carla Bonoff. I remember Carla Bonoff from years ago during my terrestrial radio days. We used to play the wheels off that song, Carla Bonoff, personally. The song was called Personally by Carla Bonoff. Now you get a chance to see Carla Bonoff. She's been around for years. Um, also, Carla Bonoff, known for her song, Personally. And other good songs too. Carla Bonoff will be in concert in Ponte Vedra, in Ponte Vedra, Florida, at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall on Thursday night, January the 11th of the new year uh, in 2024 at 7:30 p.m. Also from uh, also Kansas from Dust in the Wind fame coming to North Florida in a few months. Uh, Kansas will be playing the Florida Theater, and actually it's a little bit closer now, just a few weeks away. Kansas will be playing the Florida Theater on Friday night, January the uh, 12th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Gladys Knight performing on February the 13th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. The Starship, the Starship featuring Mickey Davis at 7.30 p.m. March the 9th of 2024 at the Thrasher Horn Center in Orange Park, Florida. It's located, you know, near the, the Clay County, Duval County line, Duval. Um, again, that'll be the Starship featuring Mickey Davis at 7.30 p.m. March the 9th of 2024 at the Thrasher Horn Center in Orange Park, Florida. 
Again, one more time, the Starship featuring Mickey Davis at 7.30 p.m. on March the 9th of 2024 at the Thrasher Warren Center in Orange Park, Florida. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish back touring. Um, you know, I know their, their lead singer who's a big, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Darius Rucker, right? He's a big South Carolina fan. He's going to be at the SEC title game. He's performing, I think, one of the day, days where they have Fan Fest or Fanfare at the SEC title game. Um, let's see, Darius Rucker is going to be at the uh, SEC title game. I, I think he's playing on December the 2nd, I believe. That's up in Atlanta. But he will actually be back with his group, Hootie and the Blowfish, on Friday night, September the 27th of next year, of 2024. This is a good one. Um, it's a good one. Hootie and the Blowfish on Friday night, September the 27th of 2024, at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena here in Jacksonville, Florida. And that is a look at uh, some of the latest concerts from North Florida and surrounding areas. Um, this is episode show number 80 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And let's see, I guess we could signify a number 80 right now. And I haven't really found a number 80. Let me see who I can find that wears number 80. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, always had to pull up the roster. Let's see if we can find a. Let's see if we can find a number eighty for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I see Luke Farrell, number eighty-nine. Luke's been an improving tight end, had he? Improving blocking. Uh, he's been an improved blocker from the famous twenty twenty-one class at Urban Meyer. Drafted with the Jaguars. That was probably the best thing Urban Meyer did when he was in Jacksonville is that 2021 draft class because I know he lost a lot of games in his only his only year coaching the uh, Jaguars. Uh, I'm looking for a number 80 on the roster. If I had if I was in contact with John Gaylor, he would let me know immediately. Um, there's been other guys to wear 80. I'm not seeing an 80 right now. I'm still. Still kind of looking. I see a number 83, Jalen Moore. Uh, could be a practice squad guy wearing 80. I could have missed the 82. I could have missed the number 80 as well. Uh, let me take a look here. I do know, I'm pretty sure that a guy that kind of flamed out in Jacksonville, Julius Thomas, I think, I think he wore number 80. He was one of the inauspicious tight ends because, you know, with Denver, he caught 12 touchdown passes one season with Peyton Manning. The next year he caught 12. When he came to Jacksonville, I think the best year he had was six, um, six touchdown catches. Uh, Julius Thomas um, kind of flamed out in Jacksonville, went down to Miami, never really did anything in Miami, but he did wear number 80. I'm looking at some of his old pictures. I'm not going to say we're going to salute Julius Thomas, but we're going to remember Julius Thomas, number 80, a tight end, one of Dave Codwell's free agent guys that wasn't as successful as he wanted him to be. Julius Thomas wore number 80 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is episode show number 80, the Teal Shirt uh, Report Podcast. Want to thank, want to thank all you guys for all the input, all the help. Uh, John Gaylor has been giving me a lot of information. 
John, I'm using as much information as possible. Um, John gives me a lot of info. He's our correspondent, contributor, and supporter of the podcast, Mr. John Gaylor. Thank you so very, very much. And, uh, you know, as far as injuries for the Jaguars game with Cincinnati, let's hope the team is going to be pretty healthy going into that game. I guess the major injury, and he looks like he's going to be out for three to six weeks, is Cam Robinson apparently hurt the knee again. And uh, Cam's going to be out for three to six weeks. He was out four weeks. For the first four weeks of the season, he missed the first four weeks of the season due to the, the PED uh, suspension. Now he's going to be out for three to six weeks. Maybe Cam Robinson, the left tackle for the Jaguars, gets back in time for the playoffs. So it looks like playoffs. It looks like Walker Little will be playing left tackle again uh, for the Jaguars in the game Monday night as the Jaguars host Cincinnati. Jaguars a uh, pretty uh, heavy favorite. I like them covering the spread, whether it's seven and a half or even nine points. I'm going to take the Jags to win 27 to 17 and win that game by uh, 10 points. Again, we want to thank all of our listeners out there in as many as 39 states. We're listened to all across the world in the Philippines. I know we got listeners here in Boracay and surrounding areas in the Philippines worldwide. They listen to us in the UK, Northern Ireland, Andy Powers. Thank you for listening in Wales. Um, and we want to thank our producers. The Teal Shirt Report podcast episode show number 80 has been eloquently produced by our executive producer, JC, also by Alex Nunry. want to thank again our correspondent, contributor, and supporter of our podcast, Mr. John Gaylor. want to thank Mad Max, Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider. And he also, he also uh, does host the Wednesday night internet radio Mad Max Mix, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern Time at the madmaxmix.weebly.com. Go to bigjreport.com. Go to our Neighbors 2 section or the Outside the Box section. You'll find an easy easy to click on link for Mad Max's Wednesday night uh, internet radio, Wednesday night musical quest show. The, um, the internet radio Wednesday night musical quest show with Mad Max at Mad Max Mix. Weebly.com. Mad Max, special thank you to you for keeping us informed about the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, your great show on Wednesday night, the Mad Max Mix. Uh, I want to thank, um, of course, David Martin. David Martin, our semi-pro football insider. David Martin, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, David's going to be playing. Apparently, he's going to be playing some more football in the spring. And we'll be telling you more about semi-pro football, of course, as well. But uh, David Martin, it's always a pleasure to get your insight and info. He's our semi-pro football insider, uh, Mr. David Martin, who lives out in the Panhandle uh, near the uh, – David lives near Pensacola. And um, David's a great guy. He helps us uh, with semi-pro football stuff. Uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I know the Jacksonville Sharks will be playing in the – they got a new league this year. They're going to play in the IFL, but the IFL has been around for a while, and they do have West Coast teams in that league as well. So I'm looking at uh, – give me a moment here. Yeah, I was looking up uh, – darn – I was looking up a couple of things before we wrap up episode show number 80. It's been great to have you here. Thanks to our sponsors, the XFLToday.net, 
also we we do want to absolutely um uh thank saucer realty and capital for your north florida real estate needs uh the madmaxmix.weebly.com and lakeyafallahits.com great internet radio uh where it's absolutely all good so again thank you guys for listening in this has been the teal shirt report podcast episode show number 80 of our teal shirt report podcast Again, uh, heck, we do appreciate you tuning in again to our Teal uh, Shirt Report podcast today. So, again, uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, You are tuned in to the uh, Teal uh, Shirt Report podcast. And we're going to wrap things up. I thought I had lost the feed. Let's see. It looks like we're still recording. So I I was kind of worried I was going to lose this segment and have to re-record it. But I think we got it in. Special thanks again to John Gaylor, our correspondent, uh, contributor, and supporter of the podcast. John Gaylor, thank you so much. We've been eloquently produced, of course, by our executive producer, JC. I had a chance to have a phone call with JC before we did this podcast along Wi-Fi. Through the Wi-Fi, we did a a nice uh, phone call. And JC gave me a lot of point, poignant, what what is the word, poignant, poignant information, a lot of good, I'll say it again, a lot of good information about college football. It's coming down to conference championship, uh, conference title game championship week. I think the conference uh, championship game should be uh, valued more than they are. That's my personal opinion. Again, thank you to our producers, our executive producer, uh, JC. We want to thank our executive producer, uh, JC, for the wonderful help you've given us in producing our podcast. Special thanks to Alex Nunnery. Again, special thank you uh, to our correspondent contributor and supporter, John Gaylor. Thank thank you to all you guys listening into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're listened to in as many as 39 states, and we are uh, listened to worldwide as well, whether you're in the Philippines. Um northern ireland anywhere throughout the uk we're listening to in bangladesh of all places canada france thank you guys for listening in germany um australia um the uk wales london you guys have a great day thank you for listening to episode show number 80 of the teal shirt report podcast my name is scott i'm your host for the teal shirt report podcast And I am out on this uh, December the 1st. You guys have a great day.